0: We know the birth of this podcast. We know that it's still going, at least for yet another episode. Do we know it's death? We don't. At least I will say that even if new episodes are not going to be produced, whether because I take a break or whether because I'm truly done or whether because I have died, at least it will always be there for you as a journal. A journal that's always just gonna be, just there, waiting for someone to bask in new perspective, new information, and that's a sense essentially is what this podcast is about. It's just there for you, for your benefit, no matter what, until eternity. But speaking of eternity, and me starting off the episode talking about life and death. Welcome back to yet another episode of High Voltage with Double A. I am your host, Double A, and death. In my opinion, it's a very interesting concept. Like, it is absolutely part of life. We cannot avoid it whatsoever. The concept is kind of, like, underrated. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm surprised that people don't really talk about it that much. And and sure, it maybe it's because we, we are surrounded by people our age. And we're not typically around older folks that much. But it's got to be a talking point. It's got to be, like, mentioned. I, I, I feel like even if you, if you are in the yoga category, it's still something to mention because at the end of the day, what we do in life has to be done before we die. And that means doing things off, you know, your bucket list or doing something that you, you got to take a risk, you know. We only live once. And so as a result of such harsh, of a harsh reality... We have to almost, like, be deaf to it. Like, we got to do this thing before we can't anymore. And it's almost like a timer. We don't know the timer. But we got to treat life sometimes as if, like, it's now or never. That's, a, that's also, of itself, an interesting concept. You, you things in the lens of that you're going to die tomorrow, or that you're going to die soon, how are you going to be a different person? How does that influence your decision-making? That's an interesting perspective. That I wasn't even mentioning in this episode, and I'm planning to until now. Very interesting. What if I view things in the lens of now or never? That either I have this moment and I seize the opportunity, or the opportunity dies right there and there. It's a very interesting concept. I mean, if you really think about it, and this is an unfortunate reality, but we are one second, one day. I guess I skipped hour, right? One month. We're getting closer, closer to. It our death by the day we keep getting farther away from our birth so in that way i'm like it's okay to talk about the concept it's okay to talk about if you you know fear it right or just just think about it you know like i don't even think we really think about it that much and maybe it's because it's such a a hard subject like kind of like you know not the best of subjects obviously but in terms of philosophy in terms of living it's it has a place. It absolutely has a place. And if you're like listening to this podcast and you can't believe I'm talking about all this, and that's what the podcast is for. We don't exclude anything from being a topic. And the fact that we've hit so many topics, you could say you you could come full, full circle, do it again, or you can make up new ones. And this is definitely a new one. But still, think about what I just said, though. Do we think about it? Do we fear it? What role can it play into our lives do we take more risk once we start thinking about it a little bit like i just mentioned are we going to do more things off a bucket list like are you going to first of all even have a bucket list and and the more fair question to all this is that do you start thinking about now do you are you going to think it later like at some point it's going to happen it might happen all of a sudden but to me i don't really see it the concept being talked about really that much. And it's not necessarily like I'm surprised, but I'm like, huh, I wonder why that is, you know? Because in my opinion, I'm an open book. And so like, I'm open to talking about it and kind of like my perspective on it kind of, you know, surprises people a little bit. But still, I mean, leave it all out there, you know? You don't necessarily have to leave it all bare for all people to see, but still, it's accepted that we all die at some point. So want to accept that fat and, and talk about it, maybe comfort ourselves a little bit instead of possibly as you get closer and closer or possibly you have a diagnosis, a really unfortunate di- diagnosis and let death consume a lifestyle, which I'm talking about for someone that, you know, that's diagnosed to, to, to die within a year. But also death could consume someone who fears it at a relatively young, young age. And that's not, that's not good, obviously. Like, nothing should consume our lifestyle, consume our decision-making or how we live. And, and I mean, if you fear it, I kind of ask myself, wait, why does that person fear it? Is it because they, they want to be on this earth for a very long time, like Tom Hanks' character in Green Mile? Or is it something along the lines of, they, of course they accept that they are going to die. Or are they just scared of how it's going to happen? In which case, then I can understand the argument that I'm scared of dying because I I worry about a slow, painful death. Now, that is something I... Nobody should happen to them. Nobody. If if someone really deserves it, and again, I try not to be a spiteful person, then, of, of course, there's always the exception to the rule. But that is something where like a slow painful death or a death that just happens immediately that that's where i can understand like if you actually talk about the actual event i can understand that point of view because i don't really fear death and age obviously comes into play with that but still really think about it have you really thought about this concept before so i think you should all concepts all topics everything this world has to offer should be accepted into life into your life Let's not discriminate, let's not just pick and choose, let's not be biased The world's not all just happiness and good luck charms That's not the reality of it Death is a concept that whether you like it or not Plays a role in your life Maybe maybe it's only towards the end But I feel like it's interesting to talk about it now Especially when I just said I'm gonna open book And I want to explore as many topics as possible on this podcast And, and also hear what you have to say So let's dive a little bit deeper As I have seen in some fiction and real life examples, sometimes, as I hate to say it, death is better than suffering, especially when there is no chance of healing. The biggest example I can think of and probably the one that started my thought on this specific statement is Million Dollar Baby, you know, directed by Clint Eastwood, thinking about Hilly Swank's character. Uh, Honestly, she goes through that horrific moment, paralyzed. Her life changes forever. And I'm like, she doesn't deserve all this pain. She doesn't deserve to just spend most, if not all, her life in a hospital bed. Nobody does. So the question is brought about, should Clint Eastwood's character help her die sooner than she would have normally? And essentially, what the movie says is that it's really up to the person, up to the victim. If they want to die and are asking for someone to help them do so, then you should oblige. Now, of course, I say on this podcast that life is an asset. The fact that you do have an opportunity to do something, anything you really want, at least in the realm of that you can do it as long as you keep living. But in this context, she could not do anything. She probably couldn't even do more than 10 things. And that's why it's, it was suffering to her. Especially when you when you know her character. She's very bubbly, very positive, very much upbeat. But being in that hospital bed took the life out of her. And she knew that. Her life, the life in which she knows, is no longer there for her ever again. And you can make the argument that once that life is gone, the life that she thinks that she deserves to have, the life that she did have before, she has the right to want that life and if she's not gaining it because of substantial injuries then I don't blame her for not going through any more suffering nobody deserves to suffer nobody and if this is the case for, for someone then I support them if in fact they they wanted to die again only if there's no chance of healing and don't get me wrong I'm not the kind of person that you know says like yeah let's give up but you might say it's a sign that this person is going through this, that it's their time. Like at some point you have to realize it's just time. So there's that too. But also just if you say like, okay, I don't, I, like, don't give up on this person. You never know. They might turn a corner. All you really do is prolonging the suffering and making their life about suffering. And that's not what life's about. If you think your life is not being enjoyed or your life can't be enjoyed, that you're going through this stuff, whether in the head, whether physically, and you've exhausted all options. And you and you know there's no chance of healing. Like and I'm talking about those who are parasites, those who are brain dead, just for the most part, if not specifically, then then I, 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 I'm sorry to say, but I do think that moving on to the next chapter, seeing what's what's ahead, getting away from the pain is better. It would just be so cruel in the back of my mind. I would feel so guilty and maybe even kind of selfish, especially if me and the person disagree, to leave them there suffering. Because I wouldn't want to go through that. Nobody on this earth should suffer, unless obviously it's for like consequences and whatever. But I'm not. I'm not saying like oh people should die. I'm not saying that. Don't even cut that, are you? People. In this episode, just need to take away the meaning of life and what happens, how you you should possibly view it when that's very much in the balance, when that's taken away from you, when there's unfortunately no opportunity, like your life of all this pain. and, And this is like who you are now, full of injuries and hospital beds and just like all things, medical you know not being healthy that's that's your new life. You just need to ask yourself, do you want this as your new life? even though this is like not a huge number of people, it still could happen to anybody. If you think there's a chance of you to be one hundred percent to get back to healing, then I'll say that's the reason why you live every day so that you could strive to that goal. If you have no chance, then it's a sour view of life. And for someone to have to live that reality. Live it out. Either way, let me emphasize this again. So that I'm not misconstrued. I'm not confusing anybody. I want to make this point really clear. Even though, warning, I am repeating myself. I've said that living is an asset. To give yourself a chance to do anything you want. But, if you're very old. Then physically you probably can't. And mentally or emotionally... You're exhausted. Death, by this point, is the next chapter of one's life. The next experience. And therefore, it should be welcomed. Not feared. So think about that for a second. Death, instead of fearing it, instead of thinking of it as such a negative thing, think about it as life. I mean, it has to happen to every single one of us and animals. That instead of trying to avoid it, trying to like to forget thinking about it view it as the last chapter you could you could say like the death itself is a chapter you could say the moments leading up to it but your next experience which i think is in heaven is also a chapter and it's your last chapter because this goes on for eternity now unfortunately you're not going to like write this last chapter but if you're going to consider life before you're born in which you were conceived, the moment you were conceived, to the moment of which you keep on living. Then, at least your soul keeps going, and therefore your life keeps going. In that way, we never die. Our bodies on this earth does, but there's still it's stu- still two separate things. So if you're just talking about Earth, then yeah, that last chapter, I get that. You don't you want to keep on writing? I get that. You still want to keep on living? I get that. I totally do, and I support that. I'm not trying to force anyone to do anything i'm kind of telling you my mindset a little bit if in fact i get to this point in my life whether too injured or too old or maybe some special circumstances in which i can't really think of anything right now but on this podcast anything's on the table good bad and ugly another clint eastwood movie reference my goodness but yes i do think that next experience is heaven not only because my faith but because of the stories that I've heard on YouTube, I think it was about near-death experiences. In my opinion, I think it's mind-blowing. Oh my God, it is mind. It you got you gotta just check it out. Even if you're not religious, you got to hear these stories. And there's actually more than one. I thought it didn't happen to like that many people, but it seems like it happened to at least fifteen or twenty. They got some really good stories. You know, like one person actually that I heard, saw Jesus Christ, you know? And he said, it is not your time, go back. And to see what heaven was like, to see your life go by in a flash, to see what the, out, the, the outlook, the, the, the scope of the universe was like is truly remarkable. And that's something that also comes with death." If you're talking about death in a negative way, how about talk about it's positives? Everything has a positive and a negative. Obviously, you can argue then one outweighs the other. No question. But just because you view something as positive or you view something as more so negative doesn't mean the other side doesn't exist. It does. With death comes heaven. Now, you could definitely argue what about hell. And I hope and pray that you don't go to hell. Okay? We never... Want that, unless of course you know there's a few amount of people in the history of the earth that that actually deserve that. But who am I to judge, right? I'm not the one to judge. But still, like I said, you're not living if you're not you're not living if you don't have that chance to do anything. Or as that phrase goes, get busy living or get busy dying. Like you really want to take a hold of what life has to offer. Like if you're not enjoying yourself if you're not going about life in a way in which has meaning and purpose first of all, all like I'm saying that specifically for you obviously like there's a difference between existing like you exist and living like people who are physically alive or obviously they're, they're living they're breathing you know like they're, they're on this earth but living in the aspect that I'm talking about is truly Enjoying themselves and tru- uh, truly taking what life has to offer. Knowing that you only live once. Knowing that I'm not getting any younger. Knowing that God gave me this. I'm on this earth for a reason. I want to take advantage of it. I got to do what I got to do. There's so many things that life has on this earth. And I'm appalled by some people not living to their fullest. Now again, that's not up for me to, to decide. But, I, but as someone who's talking from the outside, I feel really bad, though, because people should really live, not necessarily to the full potential. That sounds like, you know, like the top of like the chain of, uh, of a company when it comes to working. But still, their full potential means when are they the most happy? When, when have they really fulfilled their purpose, their meaning, like their enjoyment? Like there's, this conversation about death is about life. It's not just about death. You think about death and you think about one specific thing. You think about dying. No. You think about death and you think, like, everything. You, you could argue saying that, like, how will people remember me, right? You could think about, did I do everything I wanted to do? You could think about, am I happy with myself? Am i happy with my life. Did I die on my own terms? Is there anything that I want to do before I go? You could think about life in hindsight. Am I ready for this? For death? Do do you really want to say? Are you ready to say? Like, put your name on the dotted line. That's all she wrote. Like, questions that really poke at life. Because without life, you don't have death. And without death, you don't have life. They go together. But I guess when it comes to the point of the episode beside that, that's essentially my main point of the episode. But Maybe more so subplot. But the main thing is that, again... I want you guys to live. Not live as in just existing and being alive. Live as in enjoying yourself. Like truly have a good time. And being okay with the concept of death. Knowing that nobody should suffer, no one should spend a lot of their life in pain. Spending a lot of their life not feeling like they have free will. Feeling so gloom and doom on the outlook of your life. No one deserves that. That's not what life's about. And that way, there is an option. Always have options. See, there's a lot of episodes that are starting to click within this one. And also the near-death experience. I brought that up for a little bit. You have control of your life. When you don't, are you really living? Ask yourself that. Which goes on to free will. Which also goes on to predeterminism, because I made that episode talking about free will and predeterminism that not necessarily... They have to go together because like I viewed them separately. But if you remember, I do believe in predeterminism. And if you haven't seen that episode, essentially what that means is that life was laid out for us, almost like a script, before the universe came to existence. Like God knew I was going to do this episode before I, before I actually did it. God knew you were going to listen to this before you actually listened. You controlled everything that you're doing. I'm controlling everything that I'm doing, but he knew what we we're going to do before it actually happened. But here's the thing in relation to this episode. If I believe in predeterminism, then I accept that I'll die when God wants me to. So talking about God's plan a little bit. Hopefully I don't die young, but either way I'm not going to be mad at God for, let's say, dying maybe when I didn't want to or dying in a certain certain way. First of all, I'll, I'll never be mad at him. Obviously I'll be disappointed that some, like some things happen this way or that way, but of course life's not meant to be easy. It's not meant to be fair. But that's part of dying too, though. Accepting that it's your time. And it's not necessarily like I'm opening my arms ready to die. No, it's just whenever it happens, it is what it is. I think it's kind of like a give and take. God gives you life, but then also God takes it away. Because this earth is a special place. Life is a special opportunity to have. Death, unfortunately, is not... The greatest thing, but you can't have everything you want. I'm going to give you something, you have to give me something. It's not like you could say, oh, I don't want to die right now. It's not like I could say, I want to die on my terms. Sometimes it doesn't happen like that. It happens in an instant. Either way, I'll say this to wrap up the episode. Death is something that we shouldn't think about so much to the point where it makes us insane. The fact that, like I was just alluding to, we can't change fate. It's worth talking about. It's it's worth mentioning, but I don't want people to go delusional over this. For people to like think that they can change, they or that you know they're going to dramatically change as as a person. Like do everything in moderation, number one. But also, you don't have to accept everything I'm saying. You don't have to agree with everything I'm saying. But bask it in a little bit. This is just another perspective. Like I do really worry for me. That as I get older, my life's going to get worse. Like, I, I kind of feel that the younger I are, the better. Because there's more opportunity out there given my age, my energy, my physicality, my my mental health, whatever. As I get older, that's where I'm like, there's a lot of things I can't do. There's a lot of things I maybe still want to do and I can't. That's really depressing. You got to try living your life to the fullest before it's too late. Not even talk about death, but just about Because you age. age. Your bones get worse. Some people get dementia. It's just really unfortunate that in this way, we don't think about this at all. Because again, it's not necessarily I'm talking about death. I'm talking about just life in general. How to view life, whether I'm living, whether I'm not. Of course, to the fullest. You got to try to live your best every day. Never take a single day for granted. Because before you know it, you're going to turn 30. And then before you know it, you're going to turn 50. And then before you know it, (sighs) <sighs> 75, and I'll even tell you this: like, if I reach 70, I think that's a good point for me. Not that you know, like, it really matters at this point. Now, and I'll be very happy with it because I know some people have died very young if like 50. My babu, my grandfather, died at 61, and they and people think like 70 is still a little bit too young, and kind of is. But how I view like a good point of how when 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 is someone too young? or or too old when when they died or wherever is like what is the the earliest age that you would die and say that it's pretty long and for me it's it's 70 and don't get me wrong you see a lot in the world the more the more that you get older but the opportunity dwindles and then my reason my reason my outlook goes down with it so keep that all in mind I'm not trying to scare anybody. This is clearly my perspective. I think I'm in the minority, an outlier with this one, that I wouldn't mind dying sooner than most people would hope. People, because people say all the time, like, I, I would love to live to 100. I, I think that, you have to live with that. First of all, I mean, again, think about Tom Hanks's character from Green Mile. He, he kept on living. He kept seeing his friends die. And he kept living. He had to live as everyone else kept dying. He had to go through so much in life. Just because he kept living. Like, there's good and bad to everything. I think this episode could teach you a lot of things other than the statements that I've made. Like, the concepts and the applications to life in general. Let me know what you think. Love you guys. Hopefully, you, you do have a long, healthy, peaceful, successful, meaningful life from all of us from the podcast. Me, Sam, and Greg. Shout out to those guys. I feel like I haven't done that in a while. Without them, this wouldn't be a thing and it would, it would be less fun the fact that I do have people on my side and it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable a little bit better and and having more voices to uh to bounce off ideas with but you'll hear me from uh, you'll hear for uh, you'll hear from me again soon thank you all for listening check out our previous episodes do me a huge favor and check out the free will pre-determinism episode maybe give us a like follow us on instagram Facebook and Twitter at high voltage with double A.